Welcome back to the podcast. No! <laughs> I hate you. Welcome, Jakari. Hello. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, just so excited. I had a lot of things to do today, but I cleared my schedule just for this moment yeah. with you two. I can't hard. believe that we keep finding the funds to get Jakari on our show. I don't know how we do it. I don't know. Hey. Shout out to those pennies. Beyonce's on tour right now. She asked me to sing background for her. I yeah. I can't have Was some... it for the whole set or was it just for one specific song? One specific song. Which song? What song? Love on Top. I sing Funny the background. from a bottom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, of course you can leave it in. Okay. No, don't take that out. Okay, that's gold right there. That was funny. I know. He like you'll be hearing from my lawyers. It's like the, the lawyers call. He's like, oh, there's nothing we can do. He, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's not our Jeez. fault. It's not our fault. He's like, that's what he's talking about. He's like, when you when you begged us to work for you, you know, it, it was it was done deal. There is you were too submissive in that moment itself. It just, yeah, exactly. Well, listeners, welcome back <laughs> to the First House Podcast. I'm your host and your only host, no. Jakari. I'm joined by my two guests, <laughs> Cody and Chris. I feel like some of our listeners probably wish. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's like, God, I'm tired of these motherfuckers. Yeah, Jakari's exactly. so much cooler. Can you give me my phone behind you? Yeah. No, you don't need it. For those who are only listening, I just handed Chris his phone. Thanks. Uh, for those of us who are somehow watching... Where the fuck is the camera? <laughs> because we didn't consent to being spied on. Yeah, Show if, yourself. If there's no camera, I told y'all to get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> that episode of SpongeBob, Patrick goes back to his house, everyone's hiding underneath the rock. Who are you people? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, my two guests, what do we have to talk about today on my well, podcast? Um, oh, it sounds like Christopher has something. I well, I just wanted to cover, we're finally like, you know, you, you got back from vacation. This is, is this the first episode we're recording, recording since, since you got back? So you've been back. This is the first, this is going to be the first time in about three weeks that we're recording an episode the same week it comes out. Yeah. So how was your vacation? Oh, yeah, I guess I did get to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vacation was very, very needed. Mm-hmm. It was with my whole, like, immediate family. So, like, my parents, my aunt, and my siblings and their kids. Um, we stayed at this, like, nice little resort. Stayed from Saturday to Saturday. I mean, well, we no, we left on the Saturdays. But, mm-hmm. like, during the week, we stayed in a nice little hotel because my mom was like fighting to get a, like a beachfront room because normally we stay in a place in in Myrtle Beach in, in um, South Carolina called Surfside which is like the farthest south like location that we can stay for the like the timeshare they have or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. this time we were on the opposite end at North Myrtle Beach but there was so like there was so much like walkable yeah and it was delightful um it was mostly good outside of like a few minor things one didn't get to take a single nap every time I tried to nap uh, I've got two nieces, two nephews, two, four, five, and ten. Mm-hmm. No, two, four, four, and ten. Okay. Doesn't matter. Either way, they're children. Uh, <laughs> every time I tried to take a nap, my siblings unleashed them upon me. Oh. That's so fucked up. That's what you do as a parent. You like you give your kids to someone else so that you don't have to deal with them for once. Yeah, did they know you were like sleeping? No. Oh, well then never mind. It's not fucked up. But there was maybe one time I said, okay, I'm going to go take a nap. And they let me take the nap. But of course, as soon as I tried to take the nap, my parents were like, hey, we're going to go do this. Come with us. And I was like, oh, fuck you. I didn't say that, obviously. I wouldn't say that yeah. to my parents. I would get slapped. Which, speaking of, I did get slapped. 
What? Well, not like, Whoa. not, correction, not slapped, but like, thwapped, I guess. Thwapped? I got thwapped, for lack Wait, of a better term. For what? So, like, we were in a restaurant, and and my uh, siblings, or my brother in particular, was joking about a waitress flirting with me. Mm-hmm. Which, if that was true, awesome, cool, love that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, like, that kind of person I like, just, I'm not going to go somewhere I don't live and ask for someone's number. Sorry? You're not sorry. You're not going to go to somewhere you don't live and ask for someone's number. Correct. I, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I would love, like, if I if I had the confidence to do so, yeah, maybe. But I, no, nah, I'm not, I'm here once every other year. There's no fucking point. Yeah. And I'm not making the effort to drive that far. Or mm-hmm. something like I, I already know that I can't do long distance like that. I could do long distance like an hour tops. Yeah, and even that's fucking hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they were joking around, and then my like four year old nephew, he's got Down syndrome. He's the cutest thing ever. But he, like, I don't know. He said something to her, and and I don't know. My brother was making a joke. He was like, "Oh, looks like he's gonna steal her from you." And I was like, "That's a little fucking weird." I didn't mm-hmm. say that specifically, but but then the family like just kept saying, "Go ahead, Cody, go go for it, Cody, go ahead." Like, stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate being pressured to do stuff, like, in general. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it kind of helps that I was pressured by my family to, like, do other things, be adventurous yeah. growing up. Yeah. Because it made me so, like, anti-peer pressure that it never works on me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, but but there was like, oh, well, looks like you stole her from you, Cody. And then everyone was laughing. And then they said, what are you going to say about that? And I said, I'm not going to say anything until you guys shut up. And they like all got upset by that. Everyone went quiet. I made it a little awkward. And then it got worse because we're still giggling. We're obviously we're still joking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then because we were staying at the beach, uh, my brother's like, well, how about I just toss you in the ocean? And I said, okay, good. I hope I drown. And then it's quiet. Wow. Because I forget that my family does not have that same sense of humor that I yeah, do. Yeah, like we would. And my mom comes over. To, I'm Jakari. May I borrow your shoulder for an example? Of course. You've done it okay, before. Want, well, hold on now. No. <laughs> Whatever let's, that means. Let's not... No, but like I said that, it went quiet for a second and my mom went, don't ever say that. Oh, so a, l- a little throp on the shoulder. Yeah, but she hit a lot harder than I did. Oh, okay. Because cause she like got, because she was genuinely upset. Yeah. Because yeah, I spoke right. it into existence. I was like, mom, obviously I'm not going to drown. It's obviously a joke. Yeah. But I guess it wasn't obviously a joke. <laughs> Whatever. And then it was just awkward for the rest of the minute. But I had a really good drink called uh, Tidal Wave. It was fantastic. It was just like a, a pina colada, but with blue curacao. Yeah, you told me about a few of the drinks that you had. Now I really want to try some. Well, I can definitely make it at least that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just a pina colada with blue curacao. Well, I don't drink alcohol. I prefer to keep my body pure. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah, for all the, the Beyonce concerts you're singing, yeah. But, but, but I mean, other than that, for the most part, it was nice. There was a frat house, like, a little bit down the street. The first night we were there, we saw a bunch of, like, teenagers, maybe college age. I don't know, but they were small. Mm-hmm. Like, they were... Like, freshmen? I don't know. People don't... in South Carolina are shorter. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> he knows the statistics. Yeah, he's, he's been researching the South Carolina stats yeah. on their beach populations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The beach town population, definitely. But, like, we, we were near a frat house for some reason. And the only reason I know it was a frat house, because... I don't know if they were college kids or like just kids that are having senior week or what. I what? It's the sound. It's fine. Sounds good. It's not. I'm scratching. Last week, one of us was eating, and for like the last half of the podcast, you just hear the crinkling of something that someone is eating. Okay, well, it wasn't me. No, it wasn't. But I couldn't edit it out. So just don't do that. Podcast etiquette. Come on, we're learning from my podcast. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I shouldn't have scratched that hard. Yeah. No,
Um, what is my mom? Hold on. My mom just texted me. Leftover for dinner tonight. I'll be home about seven with the girls. <laughs> who are the girls? I think I'm assuming the girls are her friends, Ryan and Nay, okay. who are like girls that are my age that she befriended at McKay's. Interesting. And your mom's a social butterfly. Uh, fucking apparently. I think she also might just be having a midlife crisis. Uh, I think that was probably my, my biggest complaint about being on vacation. No, okay. I didn't finish the method. The, the frat house was constantly messy and they always had different themes each night. It was kind of cool, but there was a cop there every night also. The, the main thing that bothered me about vacation is that my mom and my aunt are uh, big time Karens. Okay. I mean, not always, but more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a couple different restaurants, lots of good food, lots of good drinks. They were a little upset that a lot of places automatically charge gratuity fees, but I mean, I guess that's kind of common in beach towns, especially because they're so walkable. Yeah. There was one place we went to, and the waiter was clearly, English is not his first language. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what his name was, but mm-hmm. he was like a very sweet, shy guy. He didn't know what, like, I. It, it's clear that, you know, it's hard for him to understand English to the extent that we do yeah. as native English speakers. Yeah. But, you know, he was doing his job, and my mom asked for some wings, but she wanted them mild, not spicy. Mm-hmm. She got some wings, and they ended up spicy, and she took one bite, and she was, like, freaking out about it and, and throwing a fit. And mm-hmm. then my aunt was throwing a fit about um, about her drink not, like, having any alcohol in it, even though they requested an alcoholic drink. I don't know. I, I like, they wouldn't stop complaining about the waiter's, like, simple mistake, even though it's, okay. it's a yeah. mind, like, it's, it's... It's hey, could you fix this for me? Okay, right. thanks. Cause like, and um, then they come back and fix it. Cause like, I'm assuming that like your mom, for example, is not allergic to any type of spice. Or like, she's not allergic to it. She just can't stand spice. She's okay. like a super. Right. She's a super yeah. picky eater. Right. Yeah. Like, so if it's, it's nothing that's directly threatening her well being. Uh, no, it's just a, it's just an inconvenience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way but the way they were acting about it was just so. It made me genuinely uncomfortable. Like I mm-hmm. said to my aunt when we were eating the dinner, uh, I said, "Look, it." If, if y'all are going to start saying something, I'm going to get up and leave because I'm not, I don't want to be here for this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. I happened to notice that later that same week, my sister posted something on Instagram. It said, I don't care how bad they mess with the food. I'm not a waiter. Mm-hmm. And I said, see, and that's why I like my sister, more than my mom, my aunt. <laughs> yeah, so of course you, yeah, you know. Because they yeah. like, I don't know, this poor, this poor dude might have not even been like 18. Like he, he could have been like a just freshly overseas or something i don't know how hmm. else to phrase that Fre- new to the country there we go i gotcha i was gonna say careful well that's why I, that's why i rephrased <laughs> no, yeah, it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like i felt so bad for him because he was clearly already like like my parents had already upset him because yeah. of how they were talking to him i was like y'all could say that a little bit nicer mm-hmm. or instead of saying hey excuse me could you it was more like a, hey you come fix this oh, okay and they were like no and i i said mom you're caring she said no i'm not I was like, you can be. Watch this be the episode my mom listens to. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Cody's mom. So is, is that all the chefs say about the South uh, Lucky trip to the beach? Uh, shout out to the young girl named Sapphire that worked at Walmart who had a beautiful makeup. Oh, Sapphire? Sapphire. I love that. Well, and I, you didn't, know I didn't interact with her other than saying, your makeup's beautiful, by the way. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I kept, I, mean, hey. I, actually, I kept running into her. So. Yeah, but it was a good, good time overall and i definitely needed it we went to the beach a lot obviously makes sense chris do you have any anything um i wish i got a rum bucket more yeah i want to try a rum bucket you should they're good expensive but good Mm -hmm. well you went on vacation but that wasn't the only 
only thing that happened. Uh, my birthday was last Monday. That's right. You were born. Do, 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 do. You, you were, you're a newborn baby. I am now Welcome 23 back. years old. Wow. He's just a little baby. Yeah. How do you feel? How, do, how, how does 23 feel? No different than 22 did. Really? Well, yeah. now, now your theme song is no longer, like I say, Taylor Swift 22. What's my age again? 23 uh, by Blink-182. There we go. Oh, I was 23 once. When was that? Yesterday? Oh my god. Jeez. Uh, yeah. For context, Jakari just turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh my, uh, my birthday party was this past weekend. It was pretty lit. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was. It kind of sucked that it like rained all day because some but we, of the stuff we wanted to do, we couldn't. We still made the most of yeah, it, though. We yeah. got in the pool while it was raining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. It was. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun. That's good. Um,. I don't know. Honestly, this upcoming weekend, I am looking forward to so much because this is going to be the first weekend in like almost a month, almost since the beginning of the year. Oh, shit. And mm. me and Vi do not have something planned. Wow. We had plans, but they fell through. And you're mm. excited. I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. I am exhausted. I mean, you've been doing a lot. Too much. I've mm. been doing too much. But literally, my plan this weekend is to just leisure. That's all I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I, I said I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm chilling. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Like tomorrow, I might clean my room. Yeah. But that's still leisure for me. Because yeah. cause right now it's like a like a oh, I like that. Yeah. But it's you know. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the most that I want to do over the weekend is clean. Yeah. But I'm not leaving this fucking house. You shouldn't. I'm not. Yeah. Better be an emergency. Yeah. Or I probably will if I get bored or something. But you know, like it better be something important. Yeah. But I'm just so I'm. The main thing is you don't. You, neither of you have any obligations nope. to do anything with anyone. Nope. And and, and that honestly, even with each other, Bobby does whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. And, yeah. I agree. And no, you but... got time to wind down, get that long week of decompression from the party and work and everything. Yeah. No, I mean. It's definitely not going to be enough. <laughs> like, I honestly feel like at this point, I need, like... A vacation? <laughs> yeah, but a long vacation. August? Like a leave of absence. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the podcast is going on hiatus. <laughs> no, no. If I were to take a leave of absence outside of our podcast, I'd still do the podcast. You're like, nah, I like because doing this. Because it's, it's one of... It's like, unless you count reading, which I literally just started doing again. I'm very proud of you for that, by This the is way. my... Thank you. Mm -hmm. This is like my only interest right now is our podcast. I like yeah. that. I enjoy it a lot because I don't... I mean, I have two entire bins of craft supplies over there. I rarely touch any of it in there. You know what I really want to do, though? Some hard hard drugs. Nope. I will pass on that. Either. I don't even really feel like doing soft drugs right now. Soft drugs for those of you who are drinking soda. No, that's that's for me. A soft drink. Oh, soft drugs. Well, I got them mixed up again. I don't imbibe. I'm sorry. Right. You're sorry. No, but like I, I was, I went down this rabbit hole on TikTok of this girl, and I kind of want to shout her TikTok out just for people who would be interested. But mm -hmm. she's fucking hilarious. And then on top of it, she does like stained glass. Okay. She Ooh, makes, that can be so beautiful. I know, but I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do it. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on because I just like binge watched a shit ton of her videos. Oh I shit! Think, I think yesterday I did. It's Kimber Key. 
on on TikTok. Kimber Key. K I M B E R space Key. And no. K E Y. Yeah. But she's fucking hilarious, and the shit that she makes is gorgeous. Yeah. But I want to try doing stained glass so bad. That'd be fun. I've wanted to before. Glass blowing? Just no, in general? stained glass. Specifically. Yeah. Okay. glass blowing. I've wanted to do stained glass before because they sell these like kits at like Michael's. Mm-hmm. And I think the pieces are already cut and you just have to solder them, like like solder them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a soldering gun. Welcome, but then, I can give you mine. Oh, perfect. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm sure I can find one. I'm yeah. sure you can find one. I mean, they're not like super expensive. It's just like, I'm like, eh. But then, like, mm. I also don't want the glass to be pre-cut. I want to cut the glass. I want to make it mm. myself. Yeah. But I do. I, I honestly think that that might be a hobby that I try to do. Maybe, like, I'll try it on a small scale. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get one of those kits. Yeah. And do it and see if I even enjoy it. And it, maybe if I enjoy it, I'll actually, like, invest. Mm-hmm. In, time and effort. Yeah, invest, and a little bit of money. I mean, I don't think stained glass is that expensive. It can be. Definitely can be, but as just like a little hobby for myself, I don't think. Yeah. And especially if it's a hobby and you know that it's a hobby that does cost money, eventually you'll just start budgeting aside for it. Yeah, like how Vi yeah. does with her, her sewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever take like, uh, if you found out that there was like an available like uh, class for it, you know? Oh yeah, that would or, be really cool. Yeah, or like a, a workshop. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the the girl who I just shouted out, Kimber Key. Yeah, she she like does like no, I wouldn't call them step by step, but she's very descriptive in the videos. Oh, uh, okay, like okay, gotcha. Yeah, I like that. I like step by step, mm-hmm. day by day. It's a theme song to a sitcom from the eighties, Golden yeah. Girls. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know better than that. I know. I know. <laughs> I come on. What I, 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 I truly don't know what, what show that it's that called. Show. Step by step. Oh, okay. I think it's about like a step family. I'm not sure, but I know it's a sitcom called Step by Step, mm. and it's up there along the lines of others. Okay. It's an American television sitcom that aired for seven seasons. Wow. It ran on ABC as a part of its TGIF Friday night lineup. Along with what other classics? I have no idea. Because the main two sitcoms that I grew up with is Full House and uh, Family Matters. Oh, but it says divorced contractor Frank Lambert and widowed beautician Carol Foster meet, fall in love, and quickly get married. Both have three children, and when the families all move in together, the kids and parents have a lot of learning to do. Shows typically revolve around blending the kids together, getting to know each other, and being part of a family. So they both have three children mm-hmm. from their previous marriage. It's giving, like, Brady Bunch vibes. Mm. Yes, but I think... Well, again, it's clearly less popular. Cause... That's eight people in one fucking house. Brady Bunch, <laughs> Brady Bunch went one more. Brady Bunch did nine. Uh, yeah. Really? Which one came out first? I feel like Brady Bunch. This it's got to be Brady Bunch, this, right? this first episode of the show was in 1991. Okay, so 90s sitcom. Brady Bunch came first then, for sure. What the? The Brady Bunch, I could do it the exact day. Uh, its first episode was in September 26, 1969. Fucking 30-year difference. You're sitting over there. That's Which a... one came out first? What the flick, man? I don't know these things. I don't know the history of sitcoms. Like I said, I know Full House and Family Matters and Saved by the Bell. Those are my three. Yeah. Have, okay, I have to ask you guys a question. I will not have an answer. You will. We'll see. So, how many jobs have you had? Two. Two? How many have you had? Oh, boy. Uh, Three, if you count cutting my brother's grass. No. 
<laughs> Please uh, bear with me for a second while I just yeah. like, quickly go through this. First job ever, I worked at like this um, uh, clothing store called Caraloha. Mm-hmm. Second job was at uh, Crate, Crate and Barrel mm-hmm. Home Store. You know, third job was at uh, Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth job uh, was Walmart for a month. Fifth job was uh, Hair Seer. Mm-hmm. And then current job, cleaning company. So mm-hmm. six. Have you, any of those jobs, which I, I know that I can point out this for you, Cody, but out of all of those jobs, were you ever just, like, miserable? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where, like, you're not, like, motivated to work, but you're still just kind of like, this is not for me. Right. Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. I feel like that would be your first job, Cody, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think having worked at uh, Wendy's mm-hmm. first, like, I waited till after high school mm-hmm. because I did a lot of extracurricular theater stuff, which was fun. Helped boost my confidence, made me, like, like myself more. Yeah. Mm. Made me less scared to be somewhat extroverted. Oh, yeah. I get that. I mean, I'm still super, super introverted. But, yeah, I, I, like, I always looked at it the whole time I was there. I was like, this is, like, it's it's good for a start but I obviously don't want to be here forever. Mm-hmm. You were there for two years. A long time. From September of 2018 until November of 2020. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two years. I distinctly remember thinking, well, you know what? Like there was a brief period where I genuinely loved it. Yeah. That brief period, I had become the manager. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit after 2019, like right at like the start. Yeah. Like before COVID hit as hard as it did. Yes. Um, and cause everyone was like between the ages of like 17 and 25, mm-hmm. right? So we're all around the same age range. We get along perfectly. And when we work together, like, yeah, we goof off a little bit, but we got all our work done every time. And it was like, like, it felt like a Renaissance. It was so refreshing mm-hmm. with how like, well, we were able to cooperate together and how good yeah. we worked. And then of course, once like COVID got started getting bad, they all started leaving. Yeah. And it just went completely down the shithole from there. And I'm really glad you asked that because I've only really felt like that a little bit this past week. But that might be just because I just got back from vacation. Yeah. You got to get <laughs> back in the swing of things and going to. Yeah. Because like, the job I currently do, I like a lot. Yeah. I, I, I can tell that you like this job. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't like it. Obviously, I'd like to do something else at some point. Well, of course. But, you know, I, I've set, told people that, that work under me, even though I think, I think of them as equals. But but financially and and literally speaking, they do work under my employment. Mm-hmm. I have the authority to hire and fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds so cool. The what having the authority? Yeah, I, I, I guess it's, it's, it's a very powerful it's a thing. Pain in the yeah. ass sometimes, right? Of course, you know, because it's a lot of paperwork that goes into firing and hiring. So you know, obviously, no one wants to do that. Well, they fill it out. All I do is hand it to them. <laughs> oh, okay. Still though, and the yeah. firing. Um, so far, most people have quit. And the only people that I that have been, that I have that has been fired under my employment, mm-hmm. one happened when I was on vacation, and one happened uh, when I first got promoted. Okay. And that was because, and it was for the same reason, and it was that they were being like too aggressive. Mm-hmm. It was like I we can't have you on the team. Yeah. But I haven't personally fired anyone yet myself, mm-hmm. because the first one my boss had to help me do it, and he called and said we have you on video. And then he like hung up and was like, oh, okay. And then the one, the other one, the other district manager, when I was on vacation, my assistant manager, Jenny, mm-hmm. had to fire that individual 
for the same kind of situation. And he tried to argue about it, saying this and blah, 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 and said, look, we just don't, and the district, other district manager said, we can't have that kind of attitude here. Sorry, you're fired. Yeah. So, so far. Are you dreading it? Like, are you worried to fire someone? Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot one. There was one because he stole a cigar and he was underage. Oh. I mean, it was a cheap cigar and he made it look like he was paying for it, but it's, the, it was supposed to, whatever he bought, he bought three of them. So it would have cost $6. Mm-hmm. He put $2 in the drawer and, or I don't, I don't remember, but my boss was like, that's considered stealing. We don't allow any type of stealing here. If we catch you, you're done. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Why are you dreading firing someone or saying, letting someone go? I feel like fired is so like, no. like hey, you know well the good news is most of the people that i currently have i i am eyeballing them i they don't need a a a firing per se but they definitely need at least a suspension oh like like they're not doing stuff that's fire worthy but Mm -hmm. but they've been kind of slacking like i came back and my schedule had like five no call no shows yeah normally it's two no call no shows you're done the problem was it's from like multiple people and I don't have enough staff to go, you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason I'm dreading it, because I don't have enough staff. The good news is the uh, the rollout is pretty is pretty good. Mm. But the bad news is that it's like, ah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, okay. Just... I like my things, my ducks in a row. Yeah. So do you ever worry about getting too close to your employees? Oh, I am too then... close to my employees. But then, like... <laughs> that's why I... I get along with them, though. But I feel like... If it got to the point where you had to let someone go, what if it ended up being like one of your favorite people that you work with? I, that's the way it's got to be. Uh, yeah. Some of them, I, I am capable of separating personal from professional. Yeah, I mean, I can too, but I feel like I'd feel like very guilty. I'm going to feel bad about it, but I often remind them that this is my job. This yeah. is what I have to do. Look, like we, yeah. yeah, like we could be friends, but at the end of the day, you need to realize that like I'm here to do mm-hmm. my job and be nice and be your friend yeah. yeah plus part of me being friendly towards them one it's my general disposition yes two which is why i was kind of asking the question i was like in my head i was like cody's such just a, like a but you know you, you're agreeable but because of that that's why they often wise up quicker yeah because when they mm. do wrong and i like you know get on them for it they like they're yeah. quiet i feel like there's been managers that i've had who choose not to get up close and personal with their employees because of that when they realize that they're doing the opposite of what I feel that they should be doing. Yeah. Like That's don't perfect. treat me like just another person on payroll. Mm-hmm. Treat me like a person. That's what I always because if you treat me like a person, I will do the job a lot better for you. That's mm-hmm. that's why I always tell uh my like uh, I've had like three people in mm-hmm. my employment say that I'm one of the best managers they've ever had. And oh, I, said, I wouldn't doubt it. And I said to them, I said, yeah, it's probably because I treat you like a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not like a number because the way that my boss talks to people is very disrespectful and condescending. Yeah. And my assistant manager's gotten on him for it numerous times. Yeah. And he's, you know, tried to be a little bit nicer. Good, but I, I like, I understand he's got other stores to take care of, but like, you have to keep in mind that these people have feelings. Yeah. I understand that you're mm-hmm. doing your job. These people do have feelings. And they're also doing their job correct mm-hmm. what about you jakar how's uh, how's misery and work <laughs> what can i say work is work yeah. i mean i mean there's my my job is, is truly is not rocket science at all Mm-mm. you know cleaning up after uh you know grown adults you know um but so so far i 
so far the the, the job it it, it works it works for me. Thankfully, I I have a, a manager who absolutely lo- lo- likes my work my work ethic and stuff like that. So you know, it probably the best manager that I've had in a long long time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. Of course, there are, I I have a lot of complaints. Well, you know, with my you know like just things that I can complain about. But um, I think that the good outweighs the the bad. I think for me. yeah, I think that's where I am yeah. too. Mm-hmm. See, unfortunately, so. I'm sure people have picked up on it from the episodes you've been on before, but me and Jakari worked together. I was in a rough spot. I had been let go from probably the best job I had ever had, and I was unemployed for about two months, which was very hard. You were miserable. I was. And Your mom I, almost suggested I hire you, and, yeah. I was, and I was like, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. I. We're already we, friends, so that would be weird. Not even that. Like, we're, I feel closer than normal friends usually are i mean we have so much history together yeah i mean we've been friends for what another school year just passed so how long have we been friends now 2005 here we are 2023 almost 20 years yeah so i mean as much as i think that like maybe like doing like like charity work with you or something or like helping something out we should do that but like for like a day i'd be good yeah but like i am one way when i am with you and i am your friend and i'm a completely different way when i'm at work yeah and so the thing about my job now, it's, it's very unfortunate because I was at a, another job. I had to go back to one of the jobs I've worked at before. And as much as, as some of the people in there would like to disagree, it is not a good working environment, the, the job I was at before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, if, if someone from that certain job hears this because I know that this certain person follows me on Facebook. I just want to put it out there that I don't think that it's you. I think it's a lot of other people in this certain place (laughs) that makes working there just not a good environment for a lot of the people there. And unfortunately, that included me. I mean, I still go to work and do my work. But I, I'm getting to a point in my life where like, you know, I just got diagnosed with fibro. You're not fulfilled. It's harder for me to push through those negative feelings that I may feel about a job. Being exhausted and in excruciating Mm -hmm. pain is tacked on top of it. Right. And so the job that I work at now, which like I said, is with Jakari. I agree. Our manager is... Mm probably the best manager I've ever had mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate because the longer I've I work there the more I realize this is not a job for me mm-hmm. in any capacity mm-hmm. and like it has nothing to do with anything but the work that I have to do yeah yeah I mean just today working today mm-hmm. was horrible mm-hmm. and and it sucks because I just turned 23. I should be able mm-hmm. to be on my feet for eight hours a day yeah. and, you know, of course, probably be a little tired or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I do that, it feels like I've gotten into a car accident some days or that yeah. I've been doing like full body workouts since I stepped, you know, got out of bed. Yeah. And like, it's hard. Mm. It's difficult, especially like last week when you were telling me about you know, a certain person at our job who was saying, oh, well, I understand because, you know, I told you to start telling people because I've been getting complaints, which in hindsight is understandable because I'm not doing the best that I could. Yeah. But that's because I physically can't. can't. 
Mm-hmm. Like you would if you could, but you're scared. You and might hurt something. I would if I could, and I do when I can. Right. But there are some days where I just can't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mopping, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah, I just cannot do and, it. And you've mopped many things before. I it you was were, one of the biggest I, parts of my job. I say you worked at Arby's before too. Yeah. Oh, I've had to mop at every job I've ever had. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it, it would be easier if. Like, like at the job that I was let go from, mm-hmm. I mopped a lot when I was working there. And mm-hmm. when I was working there, that's when a lot of my problems with my fibro started. I just thought I was just sore. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just barely getting there. But I was noticing that I was in pain a lot more. Or I was yeah. more exhausted for no reason. And like the thing about that job, though, was for one, I was a manager. Mm-hmm. I was a property manager. For two, I was able to get things done in a very different way. Mm-hmm. At yeah. this job, I'm expected to do certain things every day that I physically cannot do, mm-hmm. which is embarrassing and sad. But then, like when you're telling me about that person you worked with last mm-hmm. week who was complaining, mm-hmm. and you know, I finally told you, no, tell them that I'm dealing with these things so they don't think that I'm just being lazy. Yeah. And this person was just kind of like, well, I get it, but he still needs to try. Mm-hmm. What do you this think I'm you doing? Right, right. I'm not just trying. I'm doing the best that I can for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but I am, I'm, I'm realizing, like, I don't mind having a job where cleaning is a big part of the job, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely realizing that if it's the only thing, I, I just can't. Yeah. I need to sit down. I need to let my body recuperate. Mm-hmm. And I don't have enough time to do that at the current job we have. Yeah, I get you. You first. Oh, I, 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 I was gonna bring up. Sometimes I, I get a little nervous that sometimes my, uh, my cheerful demeanor mm-hmm. is sometimes just like I, I, I don't want it to be like uh, I'm, I'm like shoving it in your face of like, oh, I'm fine. I've got all this done. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Because, because I, I know you know about the diagnosis and I, I know what you go through daily. And sometimes maybe like after and and interaction between us at work i'm like I'm okay yeah I, you know because I'm, I'm, I'm seemingly always in like a good mood or i'm always like you know peppy or something i'm like or uh, you I'm, come over after being at work for like an hour and a half and you've done all of the things that need to be done mm-hmm. and i've still barely started one of them right and, and so i i worry i'm just like god i hope, I hope it, for chris it's not coming off as me being a Oh, I, you know, or like, I've done this. Mm-hmm. How come you haven't? Or like, come on, let's go. I, I don't want it to like, no, to shove the, see, you know, shove it, it in your face or anything You like that. don't do that, mm-hmm. but I still feel that way sometimes. Okay. Like okay. sometimes you'll that. leave and I'll be like, why can't I just do that? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, I, I kind of wish I was in a point in my life at all for me to just be able to be like, look. You know, like reach out to our manager and be like, look, I can't do this job. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the opportunity. But it's very much obviously something that I cannot physically handle doing. Right. But I can't. Mm-hmm. Because who knows how long I'd be unemployed again. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the people that uh, he, he recently did get a new job because he was going to classes for a CDL. But one of the guys that I had previously like, hired and interviewed told me that he had been uh, a welder and he had like a back injury mm-hmm. and he had been looking for jobs for over two years yeah applied to like 217 different places mm-hmm. i'm the first one to call him back yeah well when um wow. when i finally just went back to the last job the, the the job before the one i'm at now when i finally reached out and asked them if i could come back and work for them yeah. i counted 
how many jobs I had applied for in the two months that I was unemployed. And it was 50 and some change. Yeah. You know, I was, that was my job when I was unemployed was applying to jobs. And I had interviews mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, Hey, yeah. we'll let you know. And then they never call me again. And the thing is, is like my resume is extremely attractive. I know that it is because I, when I was a manager at the storage place, yeah. I had no power of who we actually hired, but I did have a power over deciding from the candidates that we were given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So me and my other coworker at the time, we were given all of these resumes and our manager would be like, Hey, I want you guys to look at these and tell me what you think. Yeah. So if I saw a resume where this person was jumping from job to job, very sporadically i was like no maybe not that one yeah Mm -hmm. or like if it was someone who was overqualified yeah and in my head i'm like well shit this person could take my job but then i was like but that's not that's not you know that's i earned my job right exactly but then i'd be like yeah but they're still way overqualified for this position and that's what i fear now i mean the amount of experience that i have just from working the jobs that i have yeah worked i'm like shit like, I really do. Like, I've had a few of those jobs that I applied for when I was unemployed. I got calls back just for them to tell me that, you're that I was overqualified for the job and that they weren't even going to give me a chance. See, I think that's kind of dumb. Like, it's I feel like if you're, if you're overqualified, that should be like, all right, you're hired. Exactly. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. I've had three people. Most people that, that apply uh, don't usually bring a resume mm-hmm. because it's, you know, just a simple little minimum wage job. Nothing. You work at a yeah. gas station, run a cash register, make pizza. Mm-hmm. Um but the people that all the people that have brought in resumes have been they've been extensive resumes mm-hmm. like the guy that was a welder had like many years of experience yeah. the i had one lady who like worked as a fucking nurse yeah for like eight years yeah. and and someone else who who um has worked for uh like some i hired them recently i don't know where they all worked but it was like i flipped through the resume and i was like this is like four pages that's Mm-hmm. You have enough experience. I think you'll be fine here. I don't need to teach you much of anything. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, it's very frustrating. Yeah. Because. I think that's why I refuse to leave the jobs I've had. Well, but like, I just don't know how much more of this job I can handle. Yeah. Because I already, I, I, I beat myself up not being able to complete the simplest tasks. I'm sure. And then it's oh, I got another complaint, and oh, this person said that someone complained, and it's like these, like, I am doing my fucking best. Mm-hmm. You say, yeah, you're putting in the effort, but even, even though they can't see it, you know that you mm-hmm. are putting yeah, in that effort. Yeah, but at some point, that's not enough. That's why I left my piece, because my best wasn't good enough. I said it's not worth it. But then, like, and there is another option for me in this job. We're, we, the job we work at now, we're contractors at, like, an actual business property. Yeah. But they also offer residential. But if I were to change over to doing residential, I'd be doing more physical physical tasking, labor tasking. doing that. Yeah. So it's like there's like no option, which makes me feel fucking stuck and stressed, which is why I'm like, man, I would love to just take a fucking leave of absence. Not to mention that those two months that I was unemployed was the longest I've gone without having a job since mm-hmm. I was 16. Yeah. I've been working. Well, the first job I ever had, I was hired part time because I was a minor. Yeah. But they worked me full time, which was illegal. illegal. They always yeah. do. That's why but, I refuse to do it. Yeah. And then my boss goes, no, it's fine. I go, no, 
It's not. No. I don't can... care if the other stores do it. I'm not doing yeah. it. Right. But I have been working a full-time job since I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. The smallest job that I had that was part-time was when I was washing ditch- dishes at a local pub. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just to help me while I was in college. It was to, like, put gas in my car. Yeah. And so that was I was okay being part-time. Yeah. And, like, technically the job that we're at now is part-time. You cannot complete those tasks that we have to do every day working part-time hours. Mm-hmm. You just can't. At least I can't. Mm-hmm. And so it's... I. I'm going to keep doing it. I really am. Mm-hmm. Until you physically can't. But You will pass out and they'll go. And they'll still tell me that I wasn't trying hard enough. Right, right. Yeah. Let's change the subject. Do you want to do the FAFO? Okay. I you look like you were going to say something. I haven't looked anything up. No, oh, no, I have it. Oh, okay, sure. No, I, I'm look. What? <laughs> you just asked me if I want to do it. Does no, that... I mean like in general. I always read them, Cody. Maybe I want to read something. They argue constantly and I'm just so sad. Oh, uh, no, I did want to say... Cody, you coming back from uh, Myrtle Beach this upcoming weekend? I am oh, going yeah. to Myrtle Beach. Exciting for the very for the very first time. Me and, and a group of friends and like a couple of their family members. Uh, where we're gonna go? It's you know kind of like one of those trips that made it out of the group chat. Yeah, kind of. So excited for you. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's gonna be like fourteen of us. I will say uh, the one thing I I did on the way back, mm-hmm. I thought about how much money we spent too much mm-hmm. i mean yeah. we were on vacation so it makes sense but still yeah not i understand why i don't eat out every day yeah especially yeah. not when i'm paying for four people mm-hmm. plus drinks plus gratuity fee plus tip yeah mm. so i don't know it, too much money was spent and it, and it made me have a realization i said you know what let's try to save money when i get back home so mm-hmm. I transferred a majority of it into my savings and then okay. left myself with nothing. Went to get a small amount of groceries today mm-hmm. and I couldn't finish paying for the groceries because I had to transfer some money oh, back goodness. Uh, because okay, I, okay. I hit zero. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's real. I didn't know I spent money like that. That's how I be living. <laughs> mm, I know. That's yeah. why I like, that's another reason. I think it's another reason I did it because I'm trying to like, save more yeah because i feel like if i take it out like i have less easy access to it i will spend less money mm-hmm. yeah which is also why i need to start going to the atm so that i can take the physical cash out yeah. and then i will spend that first before i even touch i was getting ready to say i want to start giving like because me and by we give each other not like i give her and she gives me but we both allow ourselves an allowance after we're paid yeah. and that's just like for shit that we want not stuff that we need, basically stuff like that. Um, yeah. Unless the stuff that we need translates into the stuff that we want, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you need serotonin from your Pokemon cards. For yeah, example. yeah. Or like you know, like if I needs more stuff for her sewing, like she'll usually use her allowance. Yeah, um, buy a new book. Exactly. Now that we're reading more, and um, the Leonard Hill books spoiled. I know, which I already want to just like go and buy a bunch of books, but I've told myself. Because, I mean, we have a small bookshelf, but honestly, it's a lot of, like, manga. Yeah. The, the whole bottom bookshelf part is just manga, and it's just a two-tier bookshelf. But the top part is a lot of, like, just, like, random books mm-hmm. that aren't, like, chapter yeah. books, I would say. Okay, um, yeah. They're just, gotcha. like, and also, like I said, for this, like, new reading challenge that I want to do, I want to read books I've never read before, you know? So I don't want them to be 
ones. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'll probably read The Perks of Being a Wallflower a couple times. Because it's one of your favorite it's, books. It, it's not one of mine. It, it is, is, your, it is my favorite, favorite book of all time. Number one. Yes. Got so it. I'll probably read it a few times just because it's my favorite. But, like, I want to try to read more books that I've never read before. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm really excited about this app. I'm excited, too. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> We downloaded this app. I found this app today. It's free because a lot of them charge you money, which I think is stupid. But it's just like a way to keep track of the books you read. But then I guess to motivate you to read more, they they have challenges. The, the app has challenges. And so I am just highly motivated by this. Yeah. Like I finished my the book I was showing you earlier, The Midnight Library. Um, I finished that today. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to keep reading. And I I... Like, I feel like the older I get, the more I remember and miss how often as a child I was reading. Yeah. That is all I did. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a writer yeah. for a long time. In it's fact, not too late. It's not. I mean, you could start writing at 45. It, you could start writing at 82. Like, you know, like it's never too late. But, like, it's just always – I just enjoy it. I just yeah. love it so much, reading and writing and all that. But I'm very excited that I'm reading more. It's like you, my favorite book of all time. I don't. I believe it's a young adult novel. Mm-hmm. I found it looking for something else on accident. And it's mm-hmm. always the best. You always. That's how I stumbled upon my favorite author. Yeah, uh, but it was called When We Was Famous, mm-hmm. and was is spelled W U Z because mm-hmm. it's about a bunch of like kids. They're not in a gang, but they're in like a really underdeveloped community. Yeah, and it's very like. I don't want to say wholesome, but it's like, it's very, it's good. It's a good read. It's, yeah, by uh, Great Cows, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I read it once, and I did a report on it, and it's like, probably the my favorite book I've ever yeah. read. No, that's how I stumbled up on my favorite author, who, um, it's Matt Haig, mm-hmm. and I just, I, it was just like, I was just trying to find something to read, Yeah. and I found this book called The Humans, and it looked interesting, so I read it. And I've loved everything I've ever read from him since then. Hell yeah. And I definitely recommend literally anything written by him. He's written, like, actual uh, books, but then he also writes, like, mental health stuff because he's, he, I feel like, I think uh, a while ago now, he had, like, a break, and so he writes about it sometimes, and you can tell mm. that some of his writing is, like, rooted in that. Yeah. yeah like, the book that I just read, it was... um very much about just like you want to be alive and yeah. you want to be happy you know just because you're alive yeah you know mm-hmm. you, you know you can always wish for a better life or wish for a better job like i was just doing but just be happy yeah. that you're alive so like he you could tell he puts a lot of himself in his work i would love to like go to a book signing of his one day or something mm-hmm. oh my god i would die <laughs> but i but i i was saying this earlier when we were talking about the bookshelf like, I don't want to buy any more books until I'm finished with the book I'm currently reading. Yeah. So, like, after I finish The Shining, that's when I'll buy my next book. Because I I, I'm not interested in any of the other books on the bookshelf because I've either read them all cover to cover or they're not that kind of book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I got five I'm I, on my bookshelf, like I said, I bought that I only recently started reading yeah. one. But I'm mm-hmm. so happy that we have that, like, secondhand bookstore in Leonardtown yeah. because, you know, don't get me wrong, I fucking love going to, like, Books A Million or, you know, Barnes & Noble. 
but there's just something about going to like a cute hole in the wall bookstore yeah. and buying a book for like 10 cents well i don't know about 10 cents I don't know no i don't think they sell any books that are 10 cents anymore but they I did when i was a kid at least like three dollars minimum yeah but still that's good yeah especially because most of the books are all most if not all of the books are in like wonderful condition yeah mm. so they just got a life to them you know mm-hmm. all right so let's get into this uh speaking of, of books, books yeah i didn't even make the correlation until right now oh, I, see. I was the one who found this see i thought you were going to make the correlation no i didn't so um this is this uh, hold on this is this was from july 8th so, uh, what, like two days ago? We had the party. Yeah, two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an extremely overdue book has been returned to a Massachusetts library 119 years later. Oh, my God. I want to I wanna live that long. <laughs> First of all, what's the book? What's the name of the book? Hold on. Oh. Let's add it to the reading list. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, on February 14th, 1904... Someone curious about the emerging possibilities of a key force of nature checked out James Clark's Clark. I'm sorry, James Clark Maxwell's an elementary. Can you help? Treatise on electricity. Treatise. Treatise. It's treatise. T r e a t i s e. So much how you said it the first time. It's good treatise. Yeah, uh, from the New Bedford free public library it would take 119 years and the sharp eyes of a librarian in west virginia before the scientific text finally found its way back to the massachusetts library oh it's a traveling book yeah the discovery occurred when stuart plain the curator of a rare books at what uh, the cure my God! No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. This why I said I should I'm read here. it. I'm here. I'm holding uh-huh. your hand. I'd be reading. I'm here. Okay, well, let me read one though. Maybe next week. It's episode ten. It is episode ten. Anyway, it would. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Christopher! <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. The discovery occurred when Stuart Plain, the curator of rare books at West Virginia University Libraries, was sorting through a recent donation of books. Plane found the treat. I treatise. Treatise. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying treatise. Hold on. Okay, Cody was right. Plane found the treatise and noticed it had been part of the collection at the the New Bedford (laughs) Library, and critically had not been stamped, withdrawn, indicating that while extremely overdue, the book had not been discarded. Plain contacted Jody Goodman, the specialist collections librarian in New Bedford, to alert her to the find. So, uh, quote, this came back in extremely good condition, New Bedford Public Library Director Olivia Mello said Friday. Someone obviously kept this on a nice bookshelf because it was in such good shape and proper, probably got passed down in the family. Hmm. The treatise was first published in 1881, two years <laughs> after Maxwell's death in 1879, which is the author. Mm-hmm. Although the cranberry-colored copy now back at the New Bedford Library is not considered a rare edition of the work, Mello said, okay, that was a whole quote, and they didn't put it in quotes. 
The library <laughs> occasionally receives books as much as 10 or 15 years overdue, but nothing anywhere close to a century or more, she said. The treaties... Did I say it incorrectly again? Treaties? The treaties? Treatise? Treatise. 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 Can you pull oh it back God. up? No, it's okay. I honestly feel like we should just start this whole bit over. No, no, it's fine. All right. The treatise was published at a time when the world was still growing to understand the possibilities of electricity. In 1880, Thomas Edison received a historic patent embodying the principles of his incandescent lamp. When the book was last in New Bedford, the nation was preparing for its second modern world series. Incumbent Republican President Theodore Roosevelt was on track to win another term. Wilbur and Orville Wright had conducted their first airplane flight just a year before, and New York City was celebrating its first subway line. Oh my goodness. That's actually crazy. Would it, oh my gosh. The discovery and return of the book is a testament to the durability of the printed word, especially in a time of computerization and instant access to unfathomable amounts of information. The value of the printed book is not, is, it's not digital. It's not going to disappear. Just holding it, you get the sense of someone having this book 120 years ago and reading it, and here it is in my hands, she said. It is still going to be here 100 years from now. The printed book is always going to be valuable. The New Bedford Library has a five cent per day late fee. At that rate, someone returning a book <laughs> overdue by 119 years would face a hefty fee of more than 21,000, nope, $2,100. The good news is the library's late fee limit maxes out at $2. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Another lesson of the find, according to Mello, it's never too late to return a library book. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so wholesome. Isn't that, that just fucking insane, though? You know, it's it's kind of funny it, uh, because when I, I guess it's not funny. No one's laughing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> laughing on the inside. Um, I like I, I originally downloaded like fan fiction and other shit on my phone yeah, because okay. I was going to use that as my like my segue to get back into reading because I, I like I said I have those books on my bookshelf uh-huh. um, but it, obviously I got bored so easily because I'm on my phone I don't like reading it on my phone yeah. at all however I I, it, I I recently been going to the comic book store buying a lot of manga which has made me want to read more in general yeah mm. and because some of them have been incredibly wordy yeah like I've been reading mostly I've been reading a lot of Chainsaw Man which is 90% action and like 10% words but mm-hmm. some of the ones I was reading was just all words mm-hmm. and I was like this is actually like a real story and then I picked up like an actual book and I don't know a physical book just I want to make sure I own so many physical copies yeah. of books now like I, I keep making trips to the comic book store to get the physical copy yeah it's just so much better than reading also I just love like I love going to the library yes but I also love owning books yes i like the idea of being able to put that book on my bookshelf and walking into my living room and picking up whenever the hell i want to mm-hmm. shout out to the library uh, i destroyed my internet at the ripe age of nine due to a virus from a porn site uh-huh. uh but uh because of that i didn't have internet so i had to regularly make trips to the library for homework mm-hmm. and because of that i read a fuck ton yeah yeah school. that i mean that's one of the biggest things that we did when we were kids me and my sister our grandmothers, both of them, 
they would take us to the library like all the time. Library's mm-hmm. cool, man. I, 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 I would just better. I would check out a book and we'd be in the library and I would just be reading it. I would be finished with the book like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be like a three hundred page book. Yeah. I read constantly. Let's in bring fact, it back. It, it got to the point where, you know, when I was a kid, like <laughs> I would get in trouble for staying up too late reading. For, oh yeah. <laughs> You were like Matilda. Yeah. Little bookworm mm-hmm. baby. That's all I did was read. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something also like I have a Kindle. I absolutely love my Kindle. I have a lot of books on there. A lot of Matt Haig books. But mm-hmm. every time I'm on there, I'm like, man, I wish I had this actual book in my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still use my Kindle. I use it all the time. It was in my bag for the longest time. And then, um, but I have no problem with reading books and stuff like on my phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about holding a book, and especially for especially like for me, it's just like a I, I I would prefer a physical book, especially to cut down on the screen time. Yeah, you know, sure. uh, and I, like the current book that I'm reading, I read it on my iPad, mm-hmm. um, which of course still nothing wrong with that. But you know, I'm already on my phone a lot during the day, yeah. and then uh, I do a lot of my reading at night, so you know to like wind down. A little bit. Yeah, it's blue like light uh, on blue light. On right, blue light, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, so. It would be nice to just have the physical book in my in my little lamp right yeah. next to my right next to my bed. You know, with the that's, little light. That's what I've been doing. Though. I've been reading before I go to bed, and then mm-hmm. like reading. Um, uh, I read a little bit this morning before I even got up to go to work because I woke up a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. and then I read today on my lunch break, and yeah. I finished the book, and I thought about grabbing The Shining. Before mm-hmm. I left this morning, because yeah. I know that I knew that that was going to be the next book I was going right. to read, but I didn't because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm I'm not going to have time to read, and I did read, and then I was like, five minutes into our lunch break, and was like, fuck, <laughs> and so I reverted to my phone. I yeah. was just watching mm-hmm. YouTube, but yeah. I was like, man, I really wish I had grabbed The Shining before leaving the house this morning. Yeah, but I don't know, I. I've been thinking about reading a lot. In fact, I think it might have been one of my like New Year's resolutions. I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions just because I always fail. Um, <laughs> I've been telling myself I was going to quit vaping. It's been my New Year's resolution for like the past like three years. And I get so close and then I just fail and fail and fail. And I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I am. But it's fucking hard because obviously it's not like, you know, saying I'm going to do this more or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you right. don't get some kind of unhealthy addiction to reading a book but i have a very unhealthy addiction to you know sucking on a cancer stick Mm -hmm. so it's it's a little bit harder to shake but i'm going to do it i know i am i believe you. but that was like i i i don't i guess maybe i won't consider them resolutions just because i think it's just like whatever but they're definitely things are like i would like to do this more this year new adventures yeah that's like, what i did with uh cooking yeah mm-hmm. or like just being like man i used to love this when i was younger why did i stop doing this maybe i should start doing this you know mm-hmm. this year and reading was one of the things that i was like i'm gonna fucking read a shit ton this year yeah. and i think that was like the second or third book that i finished this year you go but they were so far apart but now i'm mm-hmm. getting back into it where i'm like okay i'm reading book after book after right. book and i'm just not i'm not gonna stop <laughs> i think that's awesome yeah i'm very happy that like this exists 
Because this, I know, like, I, I, I know that, like, Duolingo's not good for learning proper language. Yeah. But because of the challenges, it's why I like it. It's the same thing. So, which is why I'm very optimistic about this. This book this, app? This, this oh, book yeah, tracking yeah. app. Yeah. yeah in which, if you, if you guys are interested in it, because, like I said, it is free. And it's really cool, because, like I said, it, it, you get challenges and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's called Beanstack. It's so silly. It's a know. very funny funny name but it is Mm -hmm. it's and it's actually one that they use i guess in like school and stuff Hmm. okay uh because at the beginning which is probably why it's free but at the beginning it's like are you know are you doing this at school or Uh, you have to be like oh i'm personal reader or whatever Mm -hmm. but some of the challenges um just as you can't exit out of a challenge and one of the challenges that i like agreed to was one that's for like the school kids so they usually i guess they're sent like a packet or something that has activities but when you complete those activities you cross them out out in your actual like the challenge itself on Mm. the app yeah and you can't go back out of a a challenge once you've accepted it so that kind of fucking sucks yeah i have a challenge is stuck yeah. And I'm thinking about just like complaining <laughs> it all, but just like voiding out all of the like achievements in my right. head. But then that makes me upset too, because I'm like, no, I want them to be like actual Yeah, you want to be honest. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So yeah, but now I have Vi's reading now because of this app. And you know, Cody, you're gonna start, you know, I'm gonna logging continue. Your, yeah, you're gonna start logging your stuff in the app. Mm-hmm. You should take that challenge too. What? The one that me and, and Vi are currently oh, doing. I might. I think it's it's the um, the ten to try. That's the challenge in the app. That's what it's called. But it's it's I recommend, especially if you want to get back into reading, or yeah. even if you are already reading and just trying to find mm-hmm. a. Because you don't have to do the challenges. You can. I know that there are people who are really into reading who just like keeping track of books they've read. Yeah. And you know that you know it's free, so exactly. why not? Mm-hmm. But. Good yeah. If there's anything to take from today's episode, jobs and books. Oh yeah, a book job, librarian, bookkeeper. Exactly. I just the shelves. I know a librarian. You sure? I do. sure do know a librarian. How did he get that job? I'd be great at that job. Does he get to read a lot? Uh, he he does, he does get to read a lot. There is an op- There is a part time opening for the library that's down here. Leonard Actually, Leonard. in Solomon's. Mm-hmm. There is oh. a there is a part time opening. Uh, oh, he's looking. He's on the library. <laughs> I'm gonna do this while we're recording. Oh boy. Oh shit. <laughs> well, first you gotta learn how to read. So I so they do. so they won't get you if you. <laughs> my my resume is just in a, it, like you you can't even read it. Yeah yeah so yeah. Oh, it could be worth. Uh, Worth checking out. Well, I don't have much more to say. Do you have anything to say, Cody? Yeah. Uh, one of my friends regularly goes to the chiropractor, and oh. and she went with her parents, and she was talking about how I don't know how they don't get the thoughts to want to smack their patient's ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I feel like in that situation, I would ask for my ass to be smacked. I think I would like the <laughs> the massage more. Right. Right. Yeah. And she said, yeah, next time I'm going to tell him there's, I pulled a muscle in my clit. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you're, getting, if, if you're getting your bones and your backs cracked, you know, why not get your ass smacked? 
That's right. You know? That's right, Jakari. You understand me. That's what I... That's you what understand I me. Exactly. Well, folks, what can I say? This is our, what, our 100th episode? No. <laughs> yes, our 1,000th. <laughs> our 1,000th episode. Oh, it's been a crazy time. I've learned a lot of things along the way. The real first house was the friends we made along the way. Yes. Um, yeah, I cats. have nothing else to say. I don't even think there's anything more to talk about. Well, I've been talking a lot. I feel bad for talking so much at the start. We're literally... I don't care that it's a podcast. I felt like I felt like I was not gonna shut up. I was like, man, that motherfucker. That's the whole point. This is your like side hustle. Are you talking about me being quiet? No. Oh no, I feel like I talk so much. No, I was trying to find the Fafo for today, which is why I was quiet at the beginning. You can always tell when I don't have one ready because at the very beginning of the episode, I don't say a word, and then out of Uh nowhere, once I find it, I'm like, well, and then Uh, like, (laughs) uh huh. When you were doing it, I was thinking about how the listeners would <laughs> would receive that thing. I'm like, Chris hasn't said a word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thank you once again, Jakari, for being on today's. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think you thank us actually. For, uh, for you're being you're your welcome, guests. Jakari. This is your podcast. Now. Yeah. Right. Yes. Thank you guys <laughs> once again for tuning in for another episode of the First House Podcast. Uh-huh. I'm Jakari. That's Cody, and that's Chris. And we will see you guys Sorry about that later. Anyway, uh, you can follow us at uh, Instagram at TF. What is it? What's our Instagram? Stop your second. No! Uh, stream Bleachers by Templove. All right, now I'm done. You can follow us at, yeah, at Instagram TFHPod on our Instagram. We have a link tree with. All of the links to our Spotify, our Apple. OnlyFans. Mm, well. Nope, no, not, not quite yet there. Do you think, hold on. Instead of doing Patreon, we do OnlyFans. Well, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, okay, what? I was going to say, do you think? I mean, we know enough people. We didn't even link theirs. What? Never mind, never mind. Um, I don't even know what you're after saying. After the show, we'll talk about okay, it. Okay, all right. We'll talk about it. But yeah, you can uh, follow us over there. Email us at tfhpod6 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About any qualms or comments or quamplates or quamplates or anything. If you, if you just want to flirt with Jakari, you're more than welcome to send in your fan mail. Yeah, through there, I I welcome it. We do yeah. accept handwritten letters. Yeah, but only written in cursive. You have to figure out the address of where you send them, though. And if you do find out, uh, we are coming for you. More like they'd be coming for us. No, no, they find we, out. We're gonna go hunt. They send here. We're gonna hunt. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Anyway, it's a race. <laughs> it's hide and seek, but dangerous. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, Cody. I already did. Say it again. Um. Sayonara. <laughs> Thanks, Jakar, for being on again. Of course, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.